1: relax and let's get creepy. Welcome to a special hype episode. Hype was weird but (laughs) streaming services are churning them out which is really cool. This episode is actually brought to you by our lovely patrons over on patreon.com slash the extra sisters podcast. We actually got a message from one of our patrons that she wanted this reviewed as the hype episode so here here it is.
0: We did it. Yeah,
1: we are going to review the Hulu original film "Run" that just recently came out. Which is funny because I actually kept seeing this sponsored on my Twitter feed constantly. Oh, interesting! Yeah, and I didn't ever really stop and actually watch the trailer. I just kept seeing Sarah Paulson's face, and I just see her so often for American Horror. Yeah, story she's ads all stuff. over the
0: place. She just did Ratchet; like she's everywhere. Exactly. So
1: I was just I just kind of ignored it. And I didn't really think much about it. But I didn't realize it was a Hulu original, like thriller, basically. And so when this got suggested, and I pulled it up and saw like the Hulu preview, I was like, Oh, that's what that is. And this is, I would say in the like horror, the the huge horror umbrella, but it's more of like a, a thriller, I would mm-hmm. say. Because it's definitely, there's not really a ton of jump scares. It's more just like on the edge of your seat the whole time. Right. Very high anxiety type film. So just if that's something that bothers you where somebody's trying to be super sneaky all the time. And it's very like they're being watched. That's kind of one of those films. And those actually usually raise my blood pressure more than a lot of the supernatural type films do. Mm Mm-hmm. yeah i
0: would i definitely felt stressed during this film
1: oh dude i it was super effective at making me stressy and anxious the whole (laughs) time i found myself being very like i wouldn't say shaky like just being on edge very very on edge the entire time i was watching this i'm been actually this year has been interesting we don't have a ton of hype episodes because like ain't shit come out because you know pandemic but what I saw the streaming services do and I've watched a couple even we haven't talked about all of them but some of the originals that have come out like on Netflix and I don't watch a ton of Hulu originals but last year Hulu did Little Monsters which I absolutely loved
0: Mm -hmm.
1: This one, I spoiler alert I liked and I enjoyed it I thought it was pretty good and i i'm interested to see what happens because i don't know if you've heard about this kristen the new wonder woman movie is just going straight to hbo
0: no i connor told me that they were considering doing that with the dune movie i didn't know they were doing that with wonder woman
1: yeah they are and it, oh it's a huge controversy though people are pissed about it executives everyone's are pissed, pissed about, about
0: dune so i wouldn't be surprised
1: yeah like the the executives didn't know about it, it went public before it even got to some of the executives and to some of the actors, so they're not super happy about it because it affects their bottom line, of course, yeah, but honestly it's hard it's a hard decision because we've kind of talked about this a little bit. It goes to theaters during a pandemic, and it has to meet a certain box office number for these actors and certain executives to get paid a certain amount but, okay, but
0: I don't know about everybody else, but my governor just put out a thing today saying when the fucking vaccines are coming out, basically, and by the summer we, the normal people, should be able to get the fucking vaccine. So you can't wait until the summer to drop some of these movies.
1: I totally agree. Especially like the, I just found out today that I'm considered a 1B healthcare. So I get the second round. I should have my vaccine in January. And this will start happening very quickly at this point. So if you can't wait until summer or maybe even spring, because there will be quite a big bulk Of people that will have this vaccine by spring at least. I'm not saying exactly everyone, but at the very least, but no, it went str- now, it is going to release in theaters, but it will release in theaters and HBO the same day. If you have the choice between paying for HBO streaming service, like the whole service, you don't have to pay for Wonder Woman individually, you just pay for the whole HBO streaming service and get the entire library versus going to the theater. I'm gonna sit my ass at home
0: to be honest, right? With you. and and that's just so unfortunate we've waited yeah. how many months now y'all couldn't wait for more that's bullshit I
1: agree. yeah and that it's not like we haven't seen this mm-hmm. they did this with candy man they just kept pushing it it's not exactly like it can be done and especially if you want i think gal gadot was promised 10 million for this movie or something like that if it made a certain amount at the box office and i'm not here to argue salaries but if sh- if that she only makes that money if it meets a certain amount at the box office she's not gonna get her salary
0: right exactly
1: like that sucks for an actress or anybody that's promised x amount of money for this amount of work and when you know if this had come out in 2019 easy easy money yeah exactly it's fucking wonder woman are you kidding me you guys most people loved the first one. And I know DC has some struggles with their movies, but Wonder Woman was not one of them.
0: Right. They
1: did a great job with in my and we don't review those movies, but people loved Wonder Woman, you know. Mhm. So, yeah, that's you know, but I will say, like Netflix and Hulu and Shutter, they already had this on lock. They were already doing originals before the pandemic, so this is a great opportunity for them to capitalize on people being stuck at home and not mm-hmm. able to go to theaters. And I think Run is a great example of a pretty good movie. You can sit at home and you can't really have friends around. But you know, I watched this by myself, but you know, had my spouse been interested in this type of movie, turn down the lights and watch a good like home theater thriller. Like I, mm-hmm. it was very formula in my opinion, which we'll get into some of the plot, but I did find myself getting very invested in the story. So these streaming services got this on lock, man. Right. Right. Good for them. I, I haven't really actually done a ton of Netflix during this whole pandemic. I think Netflix is kind of the one that's falling a little short lately, but.
0: Oh, um, I've been all over it. Cause Netflix for me is for documentaries and I'm all over true. that.
1: I have not been watching documentaries. I have been definitely more TV show movies lately. Mm-hmm. Fiction. I've been wrapped up in just get me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> right. You've yeah. been all about the fucked up shit.
0: Uh, exactly i'm in the uh the world is fucked up let's look at this specific thing that has already been you know people are working on that's why there's no way about it
1: that's at least it's wrapped up and this big terrible thing has been solved or 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 is
0: being exactly is being solved or yeah i like that part of it plus i like to just keep learning
1: that's also true that's fair i uh I don't know. Like, I get so drained by the end of the day at, you know, working. Yeah. I'm just like, I want to watch a <laughs> or, you know, like Fair. or something, you know, like that I enjoy. And I do enjoy documentaries. I just haven't had the space for them. I would say lately. And I've even like talked to you about, you know, the Chris Watts one that you mm-hmm. just watched. I, I have not been ready for that one.
0: Yeah, yet. you got to be in a special mind for that stuff. Exactly. So Run was actually interesting to me
1: because they, Hulu did the act, which Kristen and I actually watched together last year.
0: Right? Like, was this just a continuation? (laughs) You know, it's really weird because
1: obviously that's based on a true story. And they did a limited series of the act, which actually was very good and Mm -hmm. recommend. You should go watch it. This Run is a story of fiction, but it is a Munchausen by proxy story. Yeah, And it is, but the mother is obviously the mother is the antagonist in both of these situations, but she is definitely a much scarier entity in this than, and in the act and her daughter is much more strong willed, which is why this is a good dynamic of a movie, because obviously if you have. Now what happened in Gypsy Rose's case obviously there was murder so I'm not saying that's not interesting (laughs) it is very interesting but Gypsy Rose was not alone in that this is daughter is head to head with her mother who is literally going to murder people that get in her way like she's intense And But her daughter is very intelligent. She's very resourceful. And she is about to go off to college. Now, before I get into all that, I really liked the way that this film opened. It actually listed all of the medical conditions that the daughters supposedly had.
0: Mm -hmm. That was really cool.
1: Yeah, and I didn't get all of them, but like asthma, she's paralyzed from the waist down. There was one about her heart rate. I think it was being too high. So it did list all of those. So you knew going into it exactly what was wrong with her. The opening scene of this film, you know, is going to set the mother up for these issues. And while Munchausen by proxy is, yes, a mental disorder disorder, that's not an excuse to abuse a child. <laughs> right. She has a her daughter incredibly premature from what you can assume because the child's like two pounds or right. something like that. And she basically asks the doctor, is she going to be okay? The doctors do not answer her and it cuts to her and her daughter. Basically, she's a senior in high school. She is homeschooled and she is talking about her daughter to this homeschool group. All these parents are in this basically homeschool support group. They're talking about their kids going off to college and the parents are all very upset. They're crying. As parents do. That's normal behavior when your kids are basically leaving the nest, going off to college. And it cuts to her and she's like there's no one more capable than my daughter. She's been through all the all these things, all these medical conditions. She is so strong and I am not worried about her. If there's anyone that I don't have to worry about it's my daughter. So she's putting on this appearance like she's a strong badass and so is her daughter but Mm -hmm. we know as the audience right off the bat that that's just a huge facade because you know what you're watching
0: that actually kind of brings me to my main problem with this film like you're gonna know as amanda saying what's going on you already know ahead of time as as a horror watcher as someone who has watched film for a long time this is a story that has happened a billion times on screen Yeah. And I think that's
1: another thing with I'm not going to say like the streaming service problem, because this is also a problem on the big screen. They are just different issues. They get into this niche where I don't have great examples off the top of my head. But like, for example, the act and run. They're the same. Yeah. One is a true story. One is not. They are both made by the same people. Now, and similar things happen on screen all the time. We're just not original, you know, like right. at this point, it's very difficult to make original content. Not saying it can't be done. It's done all the time. But this has been done a million times in different avenues and by different people. And when you you can get a good actor to do it, you can get a good actress to do it. And it can be done well over and over and over. But it, it is and it can be very tired
0: right exactly it's it was funny because connor i mentioned him i was like i don't know exactly what i'm gonna say on this movie and he goes well you liked it right i was like i loved it but i've seen it a billion times what am i gonna say that sarah paulson's an amazing actress we all already know that what am i gonna say that it was cool that this girl is paralyzed and she crawls out on a roof to save herself we already saw that in skeleton key we've seen all of this sadly
1: yes and there are so many bits and pieces taken from different movies and from literature and from real life cases of things. Mm-hmm. Inspiration being drawn from other mediums and media is we see that in everything. And this one is just a little bit more in your face because the act was just last year and people are still talking about it. And so had they waited a few more years, mm-hmm. I think this would have been a little bit more effective. Great. And uh, this isn't the act and I'm not, this is not a Gypsy Rose callback t- to the T, but it is very similar, especially being from the same platform that did it.
0: Exactly. I didn't realize, or I didn't put that together. That's kind of unfortunate to me and makes me feel lesser about this movie. Sadly.
1: That, the, that this is a Hulu movie?
0: It, yeah. that After the act that it's basically the same thing. So you, you guys got all this hype from the act and then you're like, let's do it again is what it feels like
1: fiction, not fictionalized yeah
0: yeah
1: and it is essentially now they of course added a create some creepy things added some additional details they also pulled some Stephen King things in here which i wrote these down and we'll talk about them somebody really likes Stephen King because there's two main callbacks in this film to two major Stephen King works it and misery I don't know if you caught those. The It one is very minute. The Misery one is a little stronger, but still very minor. And this was something I just caught in the film. There may be more. I don't know if you got any trivia from any Stephen King stuff. These were just things I picked up while I was watching it.
0: I didn't want to grab any trivia since it's so, such a recent movie. That's
1: wanna... totally fair. You can look it up for yourself. <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> so basically... When we get
1: into their relationship, her daughter is an adult. She's applying for college. She's in Washington State. This is set in Pasco, Washington. And what's interesting to me is, and this is super irrelevant, but if anybody's from this area, my husband is from Tri Cities, Washington. And I'm not going to tell you which Tri Cities, but. He's from a similar area or from this area. They made this look like an incredibly small town and it is no longer a small town. So they made it look very rural and it used to be, but I'm, was super confused about the setting and I know that's super irrelevant, but if you've like been there and seen it, I was yeah. like, what the fuck? <laughs> and this is not, there's no longer this like tiny main street. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's just a weird place to pick with such a prominent city that people live in and not make one up, but neither here nor there I suppose so she is applying to a major university in Washington and you also know that the mom is like as soon as it comes I'll give it to you you know that bitch ain't gonna let her leave she, right. can't. she literally needs her like that is there she's so codependent that she cannot live without her and she will refuse to right he's been making her sick for years to look like a saint to look like as again if you have seen the act you know that she has to have this image of oh my god you're so strong look at you and your daughter you do so Mm -hmm. much she needs this but her daughter is very like she's into STEM so she is looks like she's very into engineering and computers and so you know that she's going to be unfortunately because she is so smart unfortunately for her mother she's going to be a difficult opponent for her
0: mother right
1: but you know she is actually what i do like about this movie too is it picks up pretty quickly this is only an hour and a half so it's not a huge long drawn out confrontation movie it goes pretty quick Mm -hmm. and she figures out something super weird Oh, diabetes is another thing that she has and she likes to sneak chocolate from her mother and her mom comes home from the store one day. She goes in to sneak some chocolate. She finds a pill bottle with her mom's name on it, not hers, but her mom's and she looks at the pills. It's like this green and white capsule and she's confused as to why it has her mom's name on it and not her name and her mom tries to later play it off. Well, that's the receipt they put around the pill bottle and we all know that's not true well she's figuring out pretty quickly that her mom is giving her drugs that she shouldn't be taking
0: yeah by being really smart like she waits for her mom to go outside and she calls a random number and begs this guy to look it up on the internet and he looks at the wrong thing but she this was also something that reminded me of the act like they go to the movie theater and that's where she, you know, loses her mom. So she can go across the street to the drugstore to figure out what the fuck this medicine is. But that whole losing your mom to do something bad at the movie theater, same thing. Mhm. And before he she even just
1: like calls us random random number, she does a couple things. She has this wheelchair. It's a like a motorized ramp that goes down the stairs, and she tries to get on the computer which is in I guess the basement which is where her mother's room is and she tries to get on the computer but her mom's cut off the internet and her mom the next day is acting like she's yelling at the internet provider people but something that is kind of creepy there's a creepy shot of her mom just like sitting up in bed staring at her on the computer Mm -hmm. but she's already made up a lie that she was looking up something else just in case she got caught or she made it up on the fly because she knew her mom had already caught her right and so then she tries to call 411 and call a pharmacy, and she's going to get charged. And that's when she just calls this random number, the first number she can think of, and she has this man look up this medication. And this was the first Stephen King reference that I caught. The 411 operator is telling her how to put in her city, and it says Dairy, Maine as the oh. example.
0: Okay. So
1: there's an it reference there. The poor girl can't even call a pharmacy, though. Like, it's just so sad. But this kind of suspense is the kind that kills me with her on the phone waiting and then her mom is down below in the garden and you kind of see her mom come in and out of the shot so she could just walk in anytime and you're like, get out, get out, get out. Just go, go, go. Like that kind of shit where you just want to yell at the screen and tell them to get out drives me nuts. Like it's just such high anxiety <laughs> for me. Yeah. And she is obviously freaking out because the pill that she's supposed to be taking for her heart is not the pill right pill like it's all just fucked up and she's realizing this very quickly so when she does go like you were saying to the movie theater she tells her mom she has to go pee and then she goes all the way across the street and you're like this is not you should have told your mom you got a shit or something because like, this yeah, is not like gonna that's gonna out. take a minute <laughs> yeah exactly this is not gonna work out in your favor she goes across the street she talks to the pharmacist who obviously knows her mom well. So my first thing would be, like, even if I asked this pharmacist this question, she's going to tattle on me eventually. Because people see disabled people as, like, not adults, even if they are. Like, oh, your daughter was in here. And mm-hmm, exactly. She's get tattled on. Even though she's a fully capable intellectual adult. Like, I would be like, she's going to tattle on me. But at least you would get your answer. But, right. of course, her mom figures it out because she's gone for too long, but she finds out she's been giving her a medication for a dog that causes numbness in her legs. So she has been, of course, purposely paralyzing her.
0: Okay. But here's my question. The pharmacist knows that. And the pharmacist says that, that she has been getting this medication for your dog. We we can assume that she's giving her this so that she's paralyzed, right? Because as soon as she stops taking this medication, she starts to get some feeling back in her legs. How long have you been fucking doing this? This girl is 17. Like, uh, dogs don't live that long. How many dogs have you done this on? And how, like, that's an older lifespan thing. So it's not like you get a brand new puppy and go, hey, he needs this medication for numb legs. What the fuck? How did you get this thing? Yeah, I don't know. Because
1: they said it's a muscle relaxer for dogs. And, like, how fucked up is your dog?
0: (laughs) Right, exactly. And I could understand going to different vets to get it, but you're still bringing it back to your hometown pharmacy. Nobody's wondering why you've had this same medication for 17 years.
1: Yeah. And there's a point later in the movie where she is basically looking through pictures and she sees a picture of herself as a child and she is running and she looks maybe she's like four. But even then the the dog would have had to have one lived a very long life and had started these muscle relaxers from like six weeks old
0: exactly yeah that part didn't make any sense to me yeah there's a lot of weird
1: holes in that in that logic there because the relationship they have with the pharmacist is like a very close relationship too it's not like this is some random pharmacist so they paint this as a very small yeah
0: um, everyone knows each other she knows yeah. the mailman, like he's there every single day. They have like conversations. He knows exactly who she is. They know We're these just people.
1: unfortunate later <laughs>
0: she's right poor guy, but he stands his ground. I'm so proud of him,
1: oh dude. So her mom catches her at the pharmacy, and when she's like freaking out, and she's like shaking, she's terrified of her mother at this point. It doesn't take long for her to be like literally terrified of her mom. It's not like she's like a little like skeezed out. No, yeah. she knows her mom is fucked up. Like, she should be someone to be feared. She right. knows. That. Because if you're poisoning your own child, you should be feared.
0: Yeah. No doubt about
1: it, you know? <laughs> exactly. So she fucking shoots her in the leg with a syringe and puts her, to, like, knocks her out. So, you know, and then there's a shot of her mom in the shower with, like, very deep, deep cuts on her back. It never really circles back around to that. So you can assume she's endured some sort of fucked up abuse and neglect and all sorts of stuff that would cause trauma in her own life. But it never really gives her a backstory. Other than that, what we saw at the very beginning with a very sick, premature, tiny baby.
0: Yeah, I agree. There's not enough backstory, honestly, for both of them. Like, it's yeah, cool. I-, I love the the daughter. She's great. She's amazing. But you don't get a lot of, like, why is it now that you're realizing this is a problem? Nothing else has made you suspicious? Things like that. I would like more of a background on both mother and daughter. But
1: Yeah, and it's also kind of like where it makes you interested in a director's cut, you know, which is why. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Sometimes these streaming movies do get some sort of Blu ray, but most of the time they don't. So you just never get to see those deleted scenes or anything like that. And it's also like you showed her in the shower with these incredibly deep gashes of scars on her back, but then never came back around to it. Almost didn't really need it, you know? Right. Because the trauma she experienced in the beginning of the movie with. You know, the tiny, tiny, sickly, horrible birthing experience in the baby. Really, that would have explained all of this. And even when you get to the end, there's even more to that whole birthing experience there. So really didn't need any more than that, especially if you're not going to circle back around and talk about it anymore. Right. In my opinion. So... But she is also Googling household neurotoxins when she figures out she can't gaslight everyone around her kid to lie about it because she's also reciting this whole thing to the pharmacist like, hey, can you just tell her that that wouldn't cause numbness in her legs? But then she realizes that that sounds ridiculous and she can't just like make everyone lie for her.
0: Yeah, but she pushes that person for a while. Is that not something that's making the person on the other end of the phone go, hey, that's creepy? I don't think. (laughs) I don't
1: think she was actually on the phone I think she was just reciting what she oh, did Oh, just practicing? Yeah, I think cuz I was thinking that too but then I think I saw her like it looked like she put her hands up to her head and I don't think there was a phone cuz I think also the only there was she only has like one cell phone she keeps in her pocket and the one in her room and I don't see it I don't think I ever saw one of those phones cuz I think I made a note of that too. So I don't think she ever called and that's when she started googling those household neurotoxins which you find out later she wants to make a concoction To a poison to inject into her daughter to make her forget things. Speaking of neurotoxins and uh, poisoning shit, I think my fucking audio decided that it wanted to die. So (laughs) I feel it it sounds weird from here on out. Something just happened. (laughs) Sorry about that. But
0: forgive um, us. us.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry. But she's making this household neurotoxin because she wants to inject it into her daughter to make her forget stuff. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that's. Fucked, and she's using like paint thinner and stuff.
0: Ugh, yeah, but ugh. she also mixes it with chocolate. I don't understand why, because then she pulls it out with a syringe, like she's gonna stab her, stab it into her. She's fucking crazy.
1: She is super fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but her kid wakes up, and now she's like locked, locked in her room.
0: Yeah, but she's but fucking she, smart.
1: Yeah. She's smart because she starts to appeal to her mom. She's like, I'm sure there's an explanation for everything. We can just talk and you can tell me. But her mom's fucking gone. Like she's not even in the house anymore. So she actually picks her own lock. But her mom knows that she's going to probably figure that out. And so she's shoved like a garden hoe through the door. So she's not getting the fuck out of there. It's just not happening. So what she does. Now she is going to fucking. This bitch is so resourceful. She puts water in her mouth and she keeps it there. Again, she has no use of her legs. Keep that in mind. She takes a bunch of cords and a soldering iron and she has to make them long enough to crawl out of her window across the roof to her mom's window. She holds the soldering iron to her mom's window to make little tiny cracks, and then she spits the water at it enough to shatter the window.
0: But she also tied a, a blanket around her neck so that she could use that to cover up the glass so she didn't cut herself when she goes in the window. That's smart fucking thinking. That's something normal people in horror or people trying to survive, you don't see things like that. Usually they just fucking go for it, and whatever if they're going to get cut. Smart girl.
1: And the upper body strength. Jesus. It took to do that.
0: Oh my god, her feet kept, like, dangling over the edge, and I'm like, oh my god, if her her feet go, she goes. Like, I was stressed.
1: It was super stressful, but she did it. Mm Mm-hmm. And she crawls in, but she forgot her inhaler, and now she's having an asthma attack.
0: (laughs) So, this badass bitch crawls and busts into her bedroom (laughs) to fucking get her inhaler.
1: That's, like, the one thing she actually does have is asthma. Right. (laughs) like pretty bad (laughs) like and honestly like no i wouldn't want to die but if i did i'd low-key be like well you kind of deserve it bitch (laughs) (laughs) right and then she needs to she gets in her wheelchair and she needs to get down the stairs and she does have that motorized ramp but her fucking mother cut off the power to it like she cut the wiring so she just yeets herself down the stairs
0: yeah, jeez. <laughs> I mean, I told Connor, I was like, the most you can be happy for is at least the bottom half of you is already paralyzed, and you won't feel if you broke something there.
1: Except it's when she does land down there, she notices that she can start to wiggle her toes. So, like, you know, mm-hmm. is it? <laughs> but she gets up on her wheelchair, and she gets out of the house. And she's going down the road and you're like, get off the road, get off the road, get off the road. But she can't, it's not like she can take her wheelchair through the fucking.
0: Exactly.
1: So she runs into the mailman and oh my God, this is awful. This, and this is like where it's so infuriating as a viewer, not because the movie's bad, but just like this kind of like suspense thriller is like, Oh, like it just drives me nuts. The mailman tries to help her. But
0: he, he believes her. He believes her.
1: He does. Yeah. But her mom is driving behind the mailman. She had just gone to the hardware store for some paint thinner for her concoction, right? And she sees her daughter and the mailman and she freaks out and she knows that her mom just saw her, but the mailman believes that her, that her mom has been hurting her like Immediately, and what you think that he's not going to because as soon as the mom gets out of the car, she starts gaslighting him and, like, would you? She's on this new medication, it's making her like be delusional and all this stuff. And then, when she realizes that he's not going to believe her, she starts making him look like a pedophile Mm -hmm. because she's like, You're out here alone with my daughter, let's call the cops and see what they think about it. But he sticks to his guns, you don't think he's going to for a minute, but he does, and he's like, Well. You can follow us to the hospital then. And then he gets her into the mail track. And he's like, you want to go to the hospital or the police? And she Which says I the loved. Lady, I yeah. loved
0: that. He was willing to lie to her fucking mother to save this girl. Great man. Yeah.
1: But unfortunately, mom is not having that. And she has this first aid kit in her car that has a giant syringe in it. And she fucking stabbed it into his neck and the daughter wakes up. She's fucking shaking seeing this because she knows her mom's a dangerous person. But now she's actually witnessing the violence, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: the lengths that she will go to to keep her daughter locked in that house and keep her sick and dependent on her. Mm -hmm. And she wakes up in the basement to find her college acceptance letter, her mom cooking up some dangerous homemade shit. And hiding the body of the mailman.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And somewhere along the way, we have figured out that she was stolen.
1: Mm -hmm. And that's the misery shit I'm talking about.
0: (laughs) Yes. She is not her mother's daughter. Mother lost that baby and then stole another one out of the hospital.
1: Yep. Her wheelchair is chained up. But at this point, she's like, "Ah, fuck it. She just crawls. She starts to get some feeling back, like we saw earlier. So she's a little bit more mobile. She sees a, a box with her mom's name on it, and that's when she sees that she finds a newspaper article about a couple whose baby was stolen. And then there's a picture of her running. There's a death certificate of the real Chloe, and she died at two hours and 11 minutes, and then she realizes she was a stolen baby. F question. I'm ready? Do they still have those gigantic rooms where they just, like, store babies after they're born? I'm
0: pretty sure. Hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they still have nurseries you can go visit and see the, in the window, babies. They're all low jack now, though. They got, like, sensors and stuff. You low can't jack, just like, take them. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you yeah, getting in here. <laughs> Imagine being a baby born to, like, what I would assume would be, like, normal-ish because, like, none of us are, like, quote, normal But then just getting snatched from this bitch. You know? Mm -mm. Imagine. Mm
0: -mm.
1: No. But she's screaming like, she's like, you stole me. And she screams like, I saved you from them. Like, okay, crazy. And she's like, (laughs) everything I do is for you. And this is when Chloe's like, was I ever actually sick? Could I walk? And then she says, you poisoned me. And her mom's like, protected you. Who's delusional here? (laughs) (laughs) So she basically looks at the pills, she dumps them, and she says to Chloe, let's start over. Like, you and me, let's start over. It'll be like it used to be. And she's like, the mailman's fine. (laughs) No. He's not fine. No, no. She outstretches her hand to Chloe and her daughter and looks around at all the fucked up shit and Chloe's like, no, no. I'm not doing that. So when Her mom realized when the mom realizes that Chloe's not buying this, she goes to her pot and pours the paint thinner in and she gets out an IV drip. And Chloe's like, oh, you're going to kill me. Chloe's like freaking out screaming. I don't want to die. I don't want to die. And her mom is like, don't say that. I would never. She basically just wants her to forget that all of this happened so they can just start over. She says, you'll wake up and mom will be right by your side. Bitch, no. Bitch, no. Right. So she gets, Chloe crawls to this room, locks herself in. She gets away from her mom somehow and she sees this store of medication. And I made this note and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to kill myself. This would be the point where I was like, I'm done. I want nothing more than to hurt you at this point. And what would hurt you more than anything is to just kill myself. And then I was like, oh, okay, here we go. She <laughs> does. She takes this bottle that says do not ingest and her mom comes in and she just drinks it. And of course, she says, you need me and her mom and she drinks the bottle. And so her mom obviously can't let her die. So she has to get her to the hospital. So that gets her out of the house.
0: Mm -hmm. But the
1: hospital thinks it's a suicide attempt. But
0: she also gets so smart because you're going to have to talk to somebody without your mommy around.
1: Hmm. Yep. So she gets out of the house, she gets to the hospital and that's exactly what I would do. Like mm-hmm. you have to get the balls up to do that, but it's either get injected. Right. Well, i either that or get injected. With oh, I know, <laughs>
0: in I know, but oh my God, that's bad.
1: And at least with that, you just have to drink something, you know, I know, but like, it's <laughs> sad. I know how you feel about needles. <laughs> oh, I know, I know.
0: <sighs> it's
1: battle so around. The doctors are also starting to pick up on things because they're talking to her mom outside her room, and she's on a uh, she's on a ventilator, so she can't talk or anything. But the doctors are like, her primary care doctor has changed a dozen times in six years. That is textbook Munchausen by proxy. Uh huh. Because they can't keep getting random medications without, like, a proper diagnosis. But they're not going to diagnose something that's not there. Exactly. So she starts trying to talk to this nurse. But she can't talk. So she has to write. And the only thing she's able to write is the word mom. But somebody on the ICU floor codes. The nurse runs out of the room. Her mom fucking steals her because for the second time from a hospital. Because, of course, she does. The nurse comes back to the room and she fucking knows. She's like, Oh shit. Nobody moved the patient. The patient couldn't fucking move Mm -hmm. and wrote the word mom. Her mom fucking took her. So they send off the security alarms and Chloe, they're like flying through this hospital in a wheelchair. Chloe can't really talk. She's like making eyes at all these people in the hospital. Like, can you fucking help me? But she can't talk really. They get to this kind of emptier wing in the hospital and Chloe can kind of start to move now and they get to this escalator right at the top. And now all the security in the hospital is going off. They're kind of directing everyone towards this wing of the hospital where they're at. And her mom goes to move her again because they need to run. And she's starting to be able to move her feet and she stops the wheelchair and her mom fucking has a gun with her and they fucking she says i don't need you and her mom says you will and they fucking shoot her as she yells we are going home and you're just like as the viewer you're like yeah
0: (laughs) i wanted her to kick her so bad i was like please get enough feeling to kick her down those fucking stairs
1: yeah because you really want her to like hurt her back but don't worry right you get some validation at the end here because this is not the end of the movie you think it is but it's not because you think she's dead because you think she's lying at the bottom of the escalators that she just tumbled down dead but she but she's not so poor chloe traumatized you know she there's like this shot that's panning out or panning in i don't remember which one doesn't matter Of her in the wheelchair just staring and this nurse tried to tend to her and all these people running to her mom. But then it cuts to seven years later. Cuts to this prison. Chloe's going into this prison. She's still in a wheelchair, but she can also get up and walk with a cane. She's got this fucking gigantic rock on her finger. She's married. She's doing great. She's going to visit her mom. And you're like, okay, so she's still got some sort of like weird attachment to her mom who's in prison. Her mom looks rough. She's laying in a bed. She looks like real, real rough. Like Mm -hmm. she didn't even look like Sarah Paulson anymore. It was nuts. Like the makeup team, chef's kiss, did great. (laughs) Chloe has a daughter and she's telling her all about her family. She visits her once a month. She calls her mom. She says, it's good to see you, mom. And her mom's eyes get so wide and she takes pills out of her mouth and force feeds them to her mom and i put in all caps i'm like she's drugging her now that is so satisfying because you're like wow that damage runs deep but uh yeah yep. she's been her real sick
0: and it's those dog pills again too
1: that's the yeah. best it's that one and two other pills so she's just turning right around and drugging her mother for the rest of her life once a lol <laughs> yeah so You think that, like, it's some sort of, like, fucked up codependency, but no. She's just being a petty-ass bitch, which I would, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think she has about 17 years coming to her, so it's only been seven. She's got 10 left.
1: I mean, even off that medication and everything, she's clearly seven years later still in a wheelchair. Like, yeah, she can kind of walk, but even when she gets up out of the wheelchair, she can't. she
0: has to use a cane, and it's... Like, it's not like she's walking even with the cane. She's like she's using it to hold herself up.
1: Yeah, she walks through the security sensors and then immediately back into her wheelchair. Yeah. So it's, it's not like a... You know, so right. it is very satisfying. And the tension in this movie was done really, really well.
0: Agreed. What would you grade it?
1: Honestly, I really like this movie. The things I would dock it for is kind of what we already talked about it's just been done so many times and that's that's the thing but I will say sometimes when things are done so many times and you start watching them you're like oh my god I, I have to sit through this again again mm-hmm. and I think it gets to me more with things that are supernatural like the conjuring universe type things that for some people they can watch that so many times and it not be tiresome to them because that stuff really gets to them but for me i'm like okay that's super fucking lame i'm tired of this but these kind of movies that tension actually does get to me a little bit more i think it's because it's real people and it could Mm -hmm. could be real circumstances there is real life on the line i know it's not but you know what i mean right so i thought that was done really well i would uh i feel like Maybe this is a little high, but I actually really enjoyed my time watching this movie. I'm going to give it a four.
0: Yeah, I was sitting here debating between the two because I want to give it a three because it's the same stuff I've seen over and over and over and over and over and over over again. And it's done middle of the road on that. Honestly, it's a basic movie. But I did like it as well. It definitely kept me on the edge of my seat. I was definitely tense the whole time. So I would probably just, because of the emotions I went through, bump it up to a four.
1: And that's kind of where I also totally agree with you. I, I, and I think it's just, again, like I said, a genre thing, these just tend to get to me. They just really stress me out, man. And I think that's all, <laughs> right. I And mean, I think you can do this in a poor way where you, you don't give a shit, but when you spend the money on the actors and the set, you You know, you know what I mean. Like, had it gotten worse, people, I don't think this would have been as effective. But Sarah Paulson killed it. Like, she did such a good job. She definitely played the role super well, and so did the actress. And I don't really know anything about her to be honest. So, she did look kind of familiar. I just, but I don't really recognize her from anything else. So,
0: my only problem with her is. Right in the beginning, this is going to sound horrible if she's actually in a wheelchair, and I'm so sorry, you all can, you know, burn me at the stake. But in the beginning, when we first see her, she's getting out of bed and she's moving her legs with her hands, and but occasionally she doesn't. Occasionally she moves one of her legs, and I'm like, okay, that was really bad.
1: She actually has used a wheelchair for mobility since 2014.
0: Holy shit! So see, there you go, y'all. Can.
1: But she doesn't use it all the time, so. Her debut film is Run with Sarah Paulson. Okay. She is a creative writing student at Columbia University. She does more Broadway. She's used a wheelchair for mobility since 2014. She's the second female wheelchair-using actress to star in a suspense film. The first was in
0: 1948. Damn. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, no
1: kidding. was <laughs> born in 1997 for anybody that cares, so...
0: Well, then I take it back. I'm sorry about that.
1: I mean, no, I I thought I saw it move too, but she she can she uses it for mobility, but she can move her legs. So when it, you're talking about like paralyzation and like complete, I did see some movement as yeah. well. So I did. I know exactly what scene you're talking about too, like or specifically. Mm-hmm. Cause I did see that as well. So I and it's got to be like especially difficult to you know keep that, but yeah. No, I thought. You know, they both did a really good job. They had a really good dynamic. And even in the beginning, you're like, man, this sucks that she's so crazy because they make her, it's a really sweet dynamic at first.
0: (laughs) Right, exactly.
1: That's really unfortunate, but... Yeah, no, I had a really good time with this. It's on Hulu, so it's super accessible. You can just hang out at home if you have Hulu or you steal it from a friend or whatever. It's not even like a Hulu Plus or a Hulu add-on. It is just straight up on Hulu. So really easy access. Recommend it for a movie night. It's definitely a good time. It's not going to blow your mind or anything. You've seen it before. But it's definitely worth a watch. So I do do not feel like I wasted my time at all.
0: Mm -hmm. Agreed
1: well thank you so much to our patrons for continuously recommending movies to us it's been a great time getting things from them if you'd like to join our little patreon family over there again like i said in the beginning you can hit it up it's patreon.com slash the extra sisters podcast and again all the other social medias y'all probably know at this point are the extra sisters podcast except for twitter which is at the extra sisters so you can follow us over there and keep up with all the episodes we're posting all the time
0: until next time stay creepy